This is the Dice Tower Network, adding games to your wish list since 2005. The home of smart people, insightful board gaming commentary, and Luke Hector. Find out more at Dicetowernetwork.com. You're listening to Broken Meeple Reviews. One game, ten minutes, what's my verdict? Let's find out. Hello, welcome to episode 3 of Broken Meeple Reviews, and today I'm talking about Kanban Automotive Revolution. Try saying that really fast when you're drunk. Kanban is the first game I was introduced to by Vital Lacerda, and it hooked me instantly as to how much I enjoyed this game. Yeah, I know, slight little spoiler. However, it might not be the verdict that you think it's going to be. Now, The Gallerist was all about running your own art gallery and getting visitors and making money. In Kanban, you are running a car factory, and you are trying to effectively dodge your boss, Sandra, who's constantly assessing you at every turn, while also getting blueprints for cars, getting the parts to build cars, putting them on the assembly line, then testing those cars and upgrading specific parts, all so that you can get victory points, whether it's by having upgraded parts in cars in your garage, or by doing really well at these board meetings where you try and meet certain objectives, whether they're yours or whether they're global, global group, or whether they even belong to other players. You know, you can mix and mingle with these uh, these objective cards. Now, Kanban is a worker placement game, but there's only so much in terms of that. What I mean is, is that you only put down one worker, i.e. you. There are several spaces, five different departments, I believe. One, two, three, four, five. Yep, five different departments, each with two spaces. Each space will give you a certain number of shifts, which is basically the equivalent of action points to do various things within that department. Now, Sandra will move through these departments, blocking spaces, but also assessing each department as they go along. Depending on whether you put her in a mean or a nasty mood will determine whether she grants victory points or takes them away from you. Personally, I think the mean mood is the best way to play this game because I think the nice mood just can be exploited a little bit too much. So to be honest, play this in mean mood. You're only going to get penalized a little bit at the start and then eventually you'll get on top of her. Not literally. Essentially, with this... It's a very complex, thinky Euro game because the rules in this are very complex. And I'll get onto that in more detail later. But there's a lot to take in, there's a lot to think about, and all these choices that you're making as to, oh, I need to go there to pick up a blueprint. Otherwise, I can't get that car. But wait, I need the parts for that. I could do with training up in that department so I can unlock this special ability because you've got the ability to train up in certifications that get you bonuses. And to be fair, this is actually a thing with Vital the Surgeon's games. It's all about bonuses. You do something, you get a bonus. You do this, you get a bonus. You do this, you get a bonus. It's almost a bit like Stefan Feld's point salad style, except rather than just getting points for everything, you get bonuses for everything. To be fair, I find that quite rewarding because you can tailor match your bonuses depending on what you need. You're like, oh, I could do with some victory points. Fine, I'll have some. I could really do with some money. I'll have that. Oh, that gets me some extra part vouchers. I'll take that instead. So you can cherry pick what you want. And the gallerist is well known for how many bonuses it shoves in your face. But Kanban is just the same. It's got all sorts of different bonuses. Now, one thing that really comes out really well in this is the theme. 
I love Euro games where the theme is particularly strong, where you feel like you are doing what the game wants you to do. And in this one, I feel like I'm working in that car factory. All the departments make sense, the way that you have to get the blueprints in order to know what parts you need, in order to build the cars, in order to test the designs. It all flows through really nicely. And with Sandra, your boss, and the board meetings, you know, you want to get seats on the board so that your voice can be heard over everybody else. It's just really juicy in the theme. Now, I'm not saying it's like most Amerifrash games where the theme is just dripping, but for a Euro game, and particularly one this complex, wow, the theme is very, very strong here. If you want a game about making cars that makes you think and you want it to be a strong theme and actually feel like you're doing it, then this is definitely the one for you. Now, there are one or two issues that you should bear in mind, though, and I get over this rather quickly, but I know that other people struggle, and I know that even I struggle to teach others in this sense. The rules. The rules are pretty complex. Now, you will get the hang of the game relatively quickly when you're playing it, because it's quite intuitive and it all flows through, but... Your first couple of games are probably going to be learning the system and there are a lot of rules to take in before you start playing because you can't really play the game and teach it as you go like with cooperative games and that you kind of have to know what you're doing before you start. There's very little that you can leave till later otherwise it will hinder players. And so this has a very, very steep learning curve and I mean a steep learning curve. It's pretty much vertical. The idea is that You will take a little while to really get into this game. You will need the time to absorb the rules and maybe one or two games in order to process what you were doing. If you're used to heavy Euro games, you'll probably pick this up in half a game, one game. But if you're relatively new to heavier Euro games, then just give yourself some time and bear with it because it's worth it. Once you realize how the game works and what you're doing... It's really cool to play this. All the pieces are good quality. You've got these little wooden car pieces for the various cars. And granted, they don't necessarily look like the models that they represent. But it's cool that you can sort of go, Oh, I'm going to build these like eco hatchbacks. And now nah, I fancy building a you know, sports car or the was it the Bugatti Veyron lookalike that's in this game. It's it's quite cool and they give different points depending on what's in your garage and all this sort of thing. And you can approach the game in a lot of different ways. Chances are you'll have a little bit of everything, but you'll focus on certain things more than others. Like you'll focus on board meeting objectives more, or you'll try and get certified in everything for the end game bonuses, or you'll try and fill up your garage with as many cars as you can just so that you've got a fair amount of points for that. Now, in a worker placement game where I'm only putting down one worker, you would probably think, well, there's not really much way to block anyone, is there? You'd be wrong, because, remember, there's five departments and only two spaces in each, and they're slightly different. One gives more shifts than the other. Sandra will move from department to department in the earliest space that there is and take it up. You know, you can't go there. You also can't stay in the department that you began from, so you always have to change your location. And depending on how far left along the departments you are, basically the sort of track where you put your worker down, it dictates who chooses first in the next round. So you might have to choose first and suddenly spaces where you want to go are taken up by sleeping workers. And that can put a bit of a hindrance on your plans. Sandra is also taking up spaces herself. So suddenly you want her to move to your location, but she instead skips because the spaces are filled and suddenly she's somewhere else. And... 
Sandra is also partially the end game trigger. It's got a very neat little system here where there's two independent player influenced game timers. Now, most game timers tend to be that you it ends at a certain point or it ends after 10 rounds, you know, something as boring as that. Here, you've got two timers and the players will dictate which one actually triggers because you've got the factory production cycle and the working week clock. There are two tracks, one for the number of meetings that you have and also the number of weeks that have passed. The Sandra will move from department to department and when she gets to the end of the week in administration, the week timer moves. If a certain amount of cars end up on the test track, then when they're taken off, then suddenly the board meeting happens. If any of those tracks for board meetings or the weeks get to free, the game ends after the end of the week or the various board meeting. But the idea is is that you'll never have both of them on free. One of them will get to free before the other. So you might have three meetings and only two working weeks, or you might have three working weeks and only two meetings. And that makes a colossal difference on how this game will play because you might be sitting there thinking, I really have these objectives that I need to get out. But if we don't finish the week, we're in trouble. You know, because otherwise, sorry, if we finish the week, we're in trouble because that will end the game and I won't get my board meeting. So you will be out there actively trying to get Sandra to move quicker through the working week, maybe by blocking spaces, etc., just so that she shifts, you know, gets moving and sets up the next board meeting. So I like it the fact that you have some control over the game end in order to see how things go. Of course, you're trying to do this while balancing everything else in the game. There's a lot to think about, but you'll enjoy doing it. So, Kanban Automotive Revolution. I said in my gallerist review that if you were to hold a gun to my head, I would more than likely choose Kanban as my favourite of the two. But both are fantastic games. So, the final verdict for Kanban Automotive Revolution is technically two ratings. For me, it's a personal 9 out of 10. It is solid. I love it. Great, finky Euro game with a strong theme. This is what got Vital Lacerda on the map for me. Now, in parentheses, I'm going to put 8 as the rating because I really like this game, but I accept that it's a very steep learning curve. And a steep learning curve can hinder a game's rating for me because it's difficult for me to teach this game to other people. So if you think that it's going to be too hard to learn, then you might want to sit back. And But I would still give the rating an 8. I think maybe some streamlining could help with this game. But for me personally, it's a solid 9. I love this game. One of my favourite Euro in my collection and I hope it will continue for a long time to come so that's it for me for episode 3 join me on episode 4 where I'll review another game but I won't tell you what it is yet see you then, take care you're listening to the Dice Tower Network if you like this show, you might like the D6 Generation or today in Board Games Week in Review find out more at Dicetowernetwork.com